Okay, sorry. Let me just cut that. Or you cut that, Andrew. Not me. (laughs) Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Protagonist Podcast, where each week we look at a great character in a great story. I'm Todd Mack. And I'm Joseph Jarowski. And today is a special, special day for us. It is the big 100. We actually made it, guys. 100 episodes. We've never missed a week. We did miss a day once. <laughs> I dropped a day late. <laughs> that it kind of blows my mind. 100 weeks in a row. Yeah, we've dealt with uh, births. We've dealt with you being on a different continent for months. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's been quite a few things, but we made it. So, uh, hold on. Let me see if this is working. <laughs> Are you going to play... <laughs> 100 episodes, boys. <laughs> All right, wow. I got to stop this because we don't have the rights to this music. <laughs> Just imagine that it's still playing in the background. I don't think anyone could reasonably take that as access to the music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something tells me we're safe. All right. Uh, so, listeners, before we get into talking about I don't know what we're going to talk about. Whatever it is we're going to talk about for our 100th episode, which, I mean, we got some notes. I just don't know how the conversation is going to go. I just want to remind you, uh, this will be probably our only ad read. So please, this holiday season, make all of your ad, uh, your Amazon purchases by going to protagonistpodcast.com slash Amazon. We know you're going to be shopping on Amazon, whether it's for yourself, because there's great deals on there, or for other people, because there's it's gift-giving season. But uh, please use protagonistpodcast.com slash Amazon. All right, Todd, I think this is maybe the best way to start off talking about 100 episodes, and we'll get to some listener feedback too, but I, I, I punched some numbers because, you know, I'm very math-oriented with my humanities Don't you degrees. mean crunched some numbers? I do mean crunched. I don't know why I said punched. I know the phrase is crunched, <laughs> but I said punched. But anyway, it was just the, the savvy with which you managed these numbers was more akin to punching than crunching. Yeah, I, I, I performed violence upon them. <laughs> Crunched some numbers, and we have released 6,321 minutes of content, which is the equivalent of 105 hours or four days, heading towards four and a half days of content if you were to listen to this straight through, which I do not recommend that anyone binge no. this podcast. But no. if you're if you're doing it like that, please let us know ahead of time. And just know you're going to have to set aside four and a half days. That is amazing. That's a lot of commuting or folding laundry or driving to California. Even if you're listening on 2X, you've got two days of of material. That is loads. That's crazy. 105 uh, hours. That's like, uh, that's, that's listening to Don Quixote all the way through, uh, three, (laughs) more than three times. That's a, and and that's a 3000 page audiobook. It is as good as Don Quixote, right? Everything that we've produced in these yes. 105 hours. It is, absolutely. <laughs> so we should, uh, as we talk about our stats, we should uh, make a disclaimer here that we actually don't have all of our stats because <laughs> when we started this, we had no money. and It, it we was very shoestring. <laughs> we were just kind of throwing <laughs> it out there. And we weren't able to pay for a service that would give us uh, stats. So we have uh, we have stats on everything after... Episode 31, which is Wuthering Heights, I believe. 
So about um, halfway through our first year, we were actually making enough of a profit <laughs> and I covered our initial expenses that we could actually afford a uh, podcasting service that gives us some information. Yeah. So in, we do, in, in we, case you're wondering, we use Libsyn. Yes. So if you're thinking of starting a podcast, I've had more than one person. We, we may or may not have a few more notes about if you're interested in starting a podcast. Libsyn's a great service because it gives you those stats. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know of another podcasting service that gives you those particular kinds of stats at the rate Libsyn does. It's good. It's a good service. Uh, as we look back at our stats, there are a couple of kind of key moments <laughs> when things changed for us. So one is uh, we did this episode on Gunner Creek Court, which is a webcomic. And it was suggested by listener Alana. So thank you for suggesting this, Alana. Thank you. And uh, that got retweeted uh, by the creator of, of the webcomic, and we had a huge spike in our downloads. And it's, then we had a, it's like he had access to a vast number of fans of Gunner Creek Court. <laughs> Something like that. Uh, and then we had a, a ton of response on Facebook for our discussion of Night Circus. Uh, and then finally, for some inexplicable reason, uh, except that it's an amazing, amazing book, we had this huge explosion on Facebook when we talked about uh, Watership Down. And who knew? <laughs> I I think it's safe to say that none of the three of us would have guessed that that would be our most successful episode ever, but turns out it was. Watership Down is, to this day, our most successful. And when we talk about some of our our most popular, you'll notice a trend of post-Watership Down, all our numbers are higher for everything that we've dropped since Watership Down. So we we had a huge spike with Watership Down, and it seems we retained, you know, some of them, not all of them. That is still our single highest. But And I think... There's something special about that one where it's it's not just that like somehow there was a vast amount of fan uh, response for Watership Down on Facebook where people were liking and sharing and clicking on the link, which, you know, kept it more visible for more and more people. But I've had people say, like, it's a good episode. It is. (laughs) And I was like, it's it's kind of the best like example of like when we're on point. This is some good stuff that can come out. And listeners, we know we are not always on point, but we do our best. And I think that was one of our peak deliveries of a, a blend of giving the summary, digging into the characters, throwing in a little history and theory. And, nice and, and some good trivia. Yeah. Oh, it was fun. And then I, I think the final big episode that we had um, was Lizzie Bennett Diaries, which is just recently uh, and turned out to be um, our highest single day of downloads ever. So, and that happened, we know specifically to, because uh, the official Facebook page for Lizzie Bennett Diaries put a link to our episode. And we saw say, a massive spike on that single day when that link went up. And I just say welcome to all of our newer listeners who have come, you know, that we have some listeners that have been with us since day one. Uh, we have some listeners that have gone back and listened to all 100 episodes. But, um, but I think I, we, we gained a lot uh, between like Watership Down, Night Circus, and Lizzie Bennett Diaries. So if you're in one of those three groups... A special welcome to you, and thanks. I'm going to guess that uh, listeners that have been with us since day one, again, we don't have all the stats. I'm going to guess it's about 10. Maybe we started out <laughs> with uh, a few friends and family, and uh, it's still growing. Um, some information. I, I remember can- we were so excited when we saw something, like an interaction on Facebook. I think it was the first time someone liked the Facebook page, and we all asked each other, do you know who that is? <laughs> and we all said, no, that's not one of my friends. <laughs> and, and we decided... Hey, we're on the right track. We're breaking outside of our social circle. <laughs> I mean, we, we started this just basically because Todd called me and said, I want to start a podcast. And I'd been thinking of podcast ideas for a while. And 
Uh, never had the gumption to try and actually make it happen. And we had a couple of other ideas we threw around before we landed on this. But once we settled on this, it seemed like a good topic. Um, it allows us to mix it up from week to week. Uh, you know, have eclectic range of ideas, but we really just started releasing it with no, no advertising, no, you know, nothing. <laughs> I mean, we started out with like a Facebook group instead of a Facebook page. Yeah, we, we realized what we were doing. Yeah. But, um, some evidence from the statistics that we now have that this endeavor is, is growing. We have downloads from over 50 countries now and from 49 of the 50 United States. Rhode Island. Does anyone live in Rhode Island? <laughs> or or can someone drive to Rhode Island, <laughs> tap into like a McDonald's Wi-Fi and download an episode there? <laughs> if you're the one that does that, let us know. Please yeah. let us know. Yes. Or if you know anyone who lives in Rhode Island, just say, hey, could you download one single episode? It's really bothering them. Just like, <laughs> like take a picture of yourself by the state sign at Rhode Island. Yeah, uh, awesome, awesome. Our top five most downloaded countries, so the countries that uh, have downloaded the most, obviously the United States is the first. That's where all of our initial audience was, pretty much. Uh, then Canada, the United Kingdom, Japan, and China. But I would also like to give a special shout out to our Swedish listeners, because I'm really surprised how many downloads have come from Sweden. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it seems like, uh, it, um, when, I, when I look at the numbers, it seems like uh, there'll be like a cluster of Swedish listeners that go from episode to episode, but it's not exactly in the order we've released them. Just all of a sudden, we get 20 downloads from Sweden for so one episode. So maybe there's like a, a university? Yeah, or a, a professor's like, hey, we're studying English and <laughs> books. <laughs> Listen to these guys. Yeah. Who knows? Um, in the United States, the states where we seem to have the most downloads are Utah, uh, California, Wisconsin, Texas, and New York. And similarly to... Uh, what we just did for Sweden, I'd like to give a shout out to our Wisconsin listeners because I've noticed the same pattern where we get bubbles of downloads of a single episode, sometimes weeks after it's been posted. That uh, When I look at where downloads are coming from, it says Wisconsin. So thank you to our Wisconsin listeners. If you're a new newer listener uh, and you're in, interested in going back but don't want to listen to all 100 episodes, <laughs> which we already <laughs> said we don't really recommend because some of them are not great, <laughs> especially some of our <laughs> earlier ones. <laughs> well, I just want to say we've... We, we've learned as we've gone. Like, we did not we know have. how to do a podcast when we started. And we'll talk some about some of the major changes. But absolutely, we're better now than we were a year ago. We're better, we were better a year ago than we were when we first started. And I hope next year we are significantly better than what we are today. So, uh, so starting with number 10, these are our most 10 most downloaded episodes. So if you're keeping score at home, here we go. Number 10 is episode uh, number 71, The Night Circus. With Kirsten Christensen. Is that going to be Night Circus Part 1? Yeah, Night Circus Part 1. And yes, when Night we say Circus with, Part 1. That's uh, a guest that we had on, had on that episode. So Kirsten Christen, Christensen. You, you'll hear on. her name again on this list. <laughs> yes, you will. Uh, and that's actually the, our only two-parter. So we did, we actually, so uh, episode 72 is part two of Night Circus. No, uh, actually 70, 73. We had one other episode oh, drop in that's between. that's true. That's true. We split them. In retrospect, uh, maybe you should not have, but eh, what okay. can you do? It worked out. <laughs> Uh, number nine is episode 90, uh, which was our discussion of psych. Number eight is episode number 62, uh, discussion of much ado about nothing with Kirsten Christensen. Number seven is episode 88, uh, the dark Knight with Henry Dorowski. Number six is episode number 82, Malcolm Reynolds from firefly. Oh my gosh. Firefly. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, number five is, uh, episode 87, Dr. Strange, which is appropriate at this time of the year with the, the new Dr. Strange film just came out. 
Uh, number four is episode 86, which is about Anne of Green Gables. Uh, number three is episode number 83, which was about Calvin and Hobbes. Number two is episode 84 about the Lizzie Bennett Diaries with Kirsten Christensen. And number one is uh, episode 81, Watership Down. So, and um, already I can tell you some of the the more the ones we released last month are heading it towards the top 10. It just you know takes a few weeks of, of the staggered downloads that come afterwards for them to get there. I think uh, Stranger Things is just about to overtake Night Circus. Yeah, well, certainly because of growth. I mean, the podcast really is, our audience is growing, I think, quite remarkably. And uh, and so anything that we release recently is going to have you know more downloads than things that have been released a long time ago. And as far as our growing audience, thank you to everyone who recommends this. That is probably the primary way that we get new listeners. Yeah, we do sta- you know snack some who are looking for a podcast that discusses a certain thing, and they might find that one episode that we did and listen to that, but they don't always stick around to listen to others. Uh, but recommendations is easily, I am sure, are our best advertising. So thank you yeah. to everyone who makes those recommendations. Um, one thing that happens when these new listeners discover our podcast is um, that, as we said, they sample the back catalog, um, and we can see when an episode gets downloaded. So we know from uh, what from our earlier episodes has what we call the longest tail, and this is the most downloads after its first two months of being posted. So it's there for two months. That's kind of the initial wave of people downloading it. Uh, but anything after that, we call it its tail. And here are the episodes that are most frequently downloaded after they've been posted for at least two months. And those are number 10, Night Circus. Uh, number nine is Jane Eyre. Number eight is our discussion of the comic book Bone. Number seven is our discussion of Niles Crane from the TV show Frasier. Number six is Malcolm Reynolds from Firefly. Uh, number five is our discussion of Hook. For, uh, and on that episode, we were joined by special guest Brandon uh, Ushio from the Fandom Podcast. From the Fandom Podcast. Uh, number four is Pride and Prejudice. And number three is Much Ado About Nothing. Number two is Watership Down. And number one, our most like downloaded with long tail, uh, is Calvin and Hobbes. So that kind of ama- that not kind of that absolutely amazes me. <laughs> if, I would never have guessed that uh, so many people would be interested in Calvin and Hobbes, but maybe you would have. I know you. you it's a you're a huge. I fan. am a huge fan. I really like Calvin and Hobbes, but my goodness, it's not even close. Like it's by far our most downloaded episode, uh, uh, long term. And again, those stats are a little iffy because there's 30 episodes that we don't have the same accurate statistical data mm-hmm. for. Um, we're getting that up to speed. <laughs> um, we've processed them all so that we can start to get the data, but it's taking. A while to get everything. And we'll never get through. what was done before they. they yeah, it, it, everything that gets uploaded now is still going to have you know a, a year or more of downloads that we don't know about. All right, Todd. What are some things that you have learned about making a podcast? This is you know hints for any budding podcasters out there. <laughs> things that we we've gotten better at because we learned some hard lessons. It is. It is quite a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you prepare yourself to read a lot and watch a lot of stuff. <laughs> if you're doing this, <laughs> the first thing that I've learned is, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, there's, there, but, um, just that. There's a reason that Lore is bi-weekly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's another yeah. one of our favorite podcasts to listen to. It's called Lore, and it, it does it every other week. And I'm like, but sometimes I think hmm. that's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you can you can hear the amount of work he puts into it. Oh, absolutely. And, and I think you guys make evident the amount of work you put into your stuff you know a novel isn't read in an hour typically <laughs> and then there's and well. then there's the research that you want to put on top of it yeah uh, 
Depends on what speed you put Audible on. <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing I will say, if there's anyone out there who's thinking of doing a podcast, um, especially initially, well, even now for us, like view it as a hobby, right? Not as a means of income, not as a second job or anything like that. This is a hobby that you're going to do because you get fulfillment and enjoyment out of it. Hopefully some other people will also enjoy that. But particularly for about six months, it was all our money outlay, much like it would be for any other hobby. Like if you enjoy, you know, doing something in, in your garage, building something in your garage or, uh, you know, doing drone flying or whatever it may be that your hobby is, you're probably putting out some money, but you're going to get some enjoyment out of it. And we put out the money to get this thing started and going. And, you know, periodically we have to buy the text that we're going to be looking at or, or um, some of those things. Eventually we did uh, through our generous patrons uh, and through people using our Amazon links and other things. We now no longer have to outlay money. It's not like we got money rolling in, <laughs> but we no longer have to outlay money. And, and so I think that's one thing is think of it, Again, as as a hobby that you're going to do because you you get fulfillment out of doing this thing, and at, yeah. as much as we get the generous donations, which we appreciate, it probably hasn't yet uh, matched the initial input uh, into getting the microphones and uh, and and that sort of yeah. stuff. It hasn't you know it hasn't covered back its cost, but it doesn't cost more anymore. But absolutely, I've loved it's very, doing this. We're very very close. <laughs> And I, I'm fine having paid what we've paid oh, yeah. in order to be do this. Uh, Absolutely. This. Um, some other things that we've learned just from our particular format where we talk about. So the goal is every month we will have a TV show, a comic book, a movie and a novel that we discuss. And then periodically we do the special episodes, the drafts and other style. Um, one thing that we learned very early on. We need to do two episodes of a sitcom for our discussion. <laughs> one 22 minute episode of TV just didn't provide enough fodder. Although I still, as I look back on our first uh, TV sitcom, which was Mary Tyler Moore, uh, Chuckles Bites the Dust, that was such a fun conversation. <laughs> uh, but but I remember us like stretching at the end, and then I think it's one of our shortest episodes. It's it's on uh, the shorter side. Yeah. yeah. Um, another another yep, yep. thing we learned very quickly: don't do twenty five issues of a comic book. <laughs> That's way too much. Holy cow! That was our first attempt at doing a comic. We we're like, yeah, let's do this Jocelyn Whedon run of X Men. It was twenty five issues long. We should have done six issues. Six to twelve is probably the max for a comic book. A typical trade. Um, I think this isn't this isn't on on a list of topics to discuss. But of I don't have very many regrets about this podcast. But right now, if I could go back and just have like a mulligan on one episode, it would be that X Men episode. Like I just. Uh, that where there was so we bit off so much more than we could chew. It was and, literally our second uh, episode. Like, we were definitely getting our podcasting sea legs under us. Yeah, and I, I mean, I don't, I don't think anything that we've done is horrible. Mm. Uh, but it was just, it was so clear <laughs> having that conversation that we had bitten off way more than we could chew. And I, I just want to go back and give Kitty Pride justice. And we also hadn't yet figured out some of the format issues that we later did. So yeah. in our first wave of dozen episodes, so three months worth of podcasting, basically, we would just kind of start talking through the story and adding our commentary as we went along. Um, and I think it's, it is episode 13, right? Where, we, where, yeah. um, Todd, you did our first long summary and it is an epic long summary of the quiet man listeners. If you have not listened to the quiet <laughs> man, just go listen to Todd summarize this film. Cause we had not quite figured out. We didn't know anything. How to that. trim the fat off of, uh, our long summaries yet either. It was really fun though. <laughs> that was a really fun episode. And I think we all had the, had the feeling after that, like, I think we're onto something here. This is really, yes, the, well, this was a change that, that really needed good. to happen, but from now on. Now that we're doing that. Um, and that's another lesson that I learned. Um, writing those long summaries 
it's a pain <laughs> when, <laughs> when we have to write them, but it makes doing this podcast much better. It's, it's harder in the prep. Yeah. Another thing that I've learned is like, trust the team. Cause there are times where you know, one of us will make a, a suggestion and maybe not everybody is totally on board, <laughs> but I think we trust each other enough that it's like, okay, whatever, you know, like that, that, that's not what I would have chosen to do. And for me, the summaries was totally that, like when you guys said, I think we should do a, like a long summary and just, and just do the whole plot. I was like, I don't know if that's really going to work, but you know, you guys are my friends and we're in this together. And I thought, well, let's give it a shot. And I think, I think it's turned out like really well. And, and I think we could all probably, you know, cite examples of times when we were like, well, that's not what I would have chosen, but let's give it a shot. And it, and it's turned out well. So I think we work together pretty well. Also, as far as like trust the team, sometimes we have both gone into an episode saying, I do not know what we're going to talk about, but (laughs) maybe listeners, you feel like that shows, but I I feel like usually, something ends up coming out that's worth listening to. I feel edified by the conversation. I think it's turned into some of our best episodes. Mm -hmm. Maybe not like our most downloaded episodes, but like uh, for me, Asterius Polyp, when we talked about Asterius Polyp, I I thought for sure that that episode would not post (laughs) because I thought, I thought I'm going to walk into this conversation. I have nothing to say about this book. And it turned out to be, as I look back on 100 episodes, it's one that stands out to me as like a really deep, kind of intense conversation about some really important things. And so whenever I look back on, and, and I see that somebody's downloaded a Stereos Polyp, I'm like, oh, that's awesome. You're going to get a little surprise because <laughs> it's, it's a really good episode. Um, and also one other note about trusting the team. Uh, one of my favorite moments is when we were talking about the comic book Bone, which I love that comic book, but Todd, you and I were not on our A games. We were both very sick with colds, <laughs> we so sick. and we were struggling. I think we had done a double recording, and it was our second recording, so we were tired and sick, and ideas were just not coming. We were both fuzzy-headed, and then producer Andrew came flying in with one of our best, uh, like, ideas or, or explanations for why Bone It was, it was a resonate. grand theory moment. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was really... And really one other good. thing I would also say is not just trust the team, but also trust our listeners. Some, not some, like our uh, Watership Down is our most downloaded. And that was a listener request from Tommy, a patron of ours. And that was one of his patron requests. Uh-huh. And Watership Down would never have been discussed on this podcast. I'm comfortable saying that. Because without, none of us had read it. <laughs> without oh, yeah. that request. And it is it was a high watermark for um, our work here. Um, now, but also patron requests have led to Big Trouble in Little China. Which, as we know, Todd is a big fan of now. <laughs> but he- here's the thing. Just because I, I say on a podcast, like, oh, this isn't really my favorite thing in the world. I never, I, I have no regrets about discussing Big, uh, big Trouble in Little China or anything that we've discussed. Oh, and I, I mean, I, I, I 100% have been exposed to things I would not have been exposed to uh, because of patron requests or listener suggestions or Todd's suggestions or Andrew, like uh, One Piece was your suggestion and I never would have read that. Uh-huh. Um, and even if I don't say like, oh, this is now going into my pantheon of greatest X, you know, greatest comic books, greatest movies or whatever. I, I think through both consuming it and then having a thoughtful discussion about it, I appreciate everything that I've been exposed to. I'm I'm really glad that we have like set up a system not only for like suggestions, but for like mandated, you've got to talk about this, you know, like yeah. a system for people to to buy a topic. Because it makes it an absolute secure, like, this is a thing you're doing, and, like, they've paid for it, so you gotta do it. And we'll do it, yeah. 
Um, our second most downloaded episode was also a patron request. That was the Lizzie Bennett Diaries. And and I know like some of your favorite, favorite episodes and things that you've read now um, come from that. Like, Till We Have Faces, you talked mm-hmm. about, um, was not really on the radar for either of you, but someone requested that. Yeah, I had never even heard of it, I don't think. It was a C.S. Lewis book, and I've read some C.S. Lewis, but I, I, that one, somehow I completely missed it, and it is one of my favorite novels now. That's totally in the pantheon. So is Watership Down. So is Night Circus. Like these are books that, as I look back, I think these are some of the best books that I've read in recent time and uh, or ever. <laughs> and uh, I just I'm so glad that we have patrons that point us in the right direction. And patrons have a tendency to go towards books. <laughs> yes, we should acknowledge that. Like most patrons, pick a novel that they really like. And we love our patrons and we want to get to them as quickly as possible. But when we've had five patrons come in a short window and they've all requested a novel, like we're, we're apologizing. <laughs> we're sorry. We're, we will get to your novel. It's coming. Like, I think here's a little, se- here's a little podcast hat. In September, we did um, a request from April. Yes. <laughs> that was a patron request <laughs> because so many. So novels. here's a little podcast hack, a little hack for our listeners. If you want, if you have something that you want to do and it's a comic book or a TV show, or even I would say a film. Uh, if you request that through uh, Patreon, there's a really good chance that you could get it way sooner <laughs> than if you choose a novel. Cause our novels are just backed up for a long time. And, and we can, uh, we actually are going to be doubling up uh, in January. We're dropping a comic book to slide in another novel. Uh, for because the, it's been so long. Uh, yeah. To, to, <laughs> Someone's get, to get something in a, a little sooner, but we can't do that very often with novels. Those take the longest <laughs> for us to, uh, <laughs> to get to it like we, we could double up tv shows pretty easily <laughs> for discussion uh, uh but the novels are, are a little harder on us uh one last thing i i think we've learned um and todd i think it was you that pointed this out so our initial naming conceit for every episode of the podcast was that we were going to do a quote from the character or about the character um and th- so when people were scrolling through our feed they would just see these quotes and if you don't have the context <laughs> It doesn't tell you a thing about what the episode's about when you're just looking at the titles of the episode. So we've redone our naming system where we do the name of the character, the name of the work, and then a little quote afterwards as kind of the subtitle instead of the title of the episode. And I think that's, uh, we're still converting some of our back catalog into that format. Um, so people should be able to see that for a back catalog eventually as well. But I think that's going to help when we get new listeners and they want to sample the, the back catalog. They'll actually know <laughs> what each episode is about. <laughs> Yeah, I think the quotes are fun, but they're not very practical. All right. Uh, I wanted to take a moment and talk about just, again, the art of making a podcast. What are some of the things that have gone wrong for us? <laughs> and I want to start with our very first episode. It, <laughs> <laughs> Which we recorded twice. Twice, yes. We lost our first recording of our first episode. Or it was just it. unlistenable. No, we didn't. We didn't lose it. We, we could not purposely. stand it. Yeah. We like, we didn't have headphones in right or something, um, but there was it an was, echo. We, okay. So the, a little behind the scenes stuff um, on like the actual audio management uh, side of things, the production side of things. The, when we got started, we were recording through Skype and there's a little a connection you can get onto Skype called call recorder, uh, which we got. It records your Skype call uh, and it's, it's a really great thing if you need to record a Skype call. It is not a really great thing if you need to listen to a Skype call <laughs> after the fact. Um, and I, I appreciate that it exists. It's a wonderful backup to have. Um, but it did not produce podcast quality audio. 
uh, of our conversation and there was lag and static and, and all that stuff. So then we started doing what is called a double ender, which means that uh, on Todd's end, he would record uh, everything through GarageBand. Cause but we, just his audio. Just Yeah, it, it includes just his audio. Uh, and then on the end for, for uh, Joe and I, because uh, we live close, close to each other, we, um, we record our end. And sometimes we've done three. And when we've had guests, it's typically been at least three and sometimes even four um, tracks of audio. Uh, and then I would synchronize everything, line them up. And like uh, Joseph, would you, Joseph got in the habit of being the countdown man <laughs> for pushing record. Uh, and so we were still conversing over Skype and recording on our computers. And now we have a thing that's called Zencaster, which I'm going to praise <laughs> right now. Uh, I, I know about it thanks to Brandon Uccio because he had me on the Phantom podcast and they record through Zencaster. And it does all of that for you. <laughs> it records everyone's end individually and it manages a coordinated call so that you can hear each other. Uh, and it has saved me hours and hours in just a couple of episodes. And I love it. Um, but yeah, the first episode was the Skype call recorder, which was in a sense, uh, the idea behind Zencaster. Zencaster's just doing it right for podcasters. So if you're thinking about doing a podcast and you have remote recording where people are in different places, check out Zencaster. There's a free option. It's really, really handy. Okay. Uh, another couple of things have gone wrong. We recorded a quick cast on X-Men Apocalypse. It's gone. Uh, my audio, <laughs> like my computer, I, I hit stop on GarageBand and it kept spinning the wheel for about an hour and <laughs> never did anything. And the audio just, my, my half of the audio is not there. That was a week I was gone. Yes. Too. Yeah. So it was on a different computer from usual. Yeah. Um, I'm actually, I'm actually totally okay with that because I think both of our reactions to X-Men Apocalypse was like, meh. It's there. It, was, <laughs> it exists. It's, it was it's not fine. Really great. It wasn't, uh, so <laughs> we try to dwell on the positive. Like we want to talk about great <laughs> characters and great stories, but I've had some positive feedback about our, um, frustrations and anger with, uh, Batman v Superman. <laughs> and obviously I think when we're, when we're talking about something we love, I think that's probably more enjoyable for our listeners as well. And so when we're on an extreme of emotion, I think it makes better audio. And for X-Men Apocalypse, we had no real emotion. We were just kind of like, they made this movie and it's there and it's not, it's not actively bad and it's not really that great. I don't know. I have some moderate to severe issues with it. <laughs> I think it's, I think it's pretty bad. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, you weren't there that day. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, our listeners are well aware of this other issue we had where we had some weird audio compression on Stranger Things that makes it sound like Todd and I uh, take a, took a drink of some <laughs> uh, a sip of some helium balloon right before we were recording. And but, I figured out what happened, and it's not going to happen again. Also, we have Zencaster now, so it won't happen again. Yeah. And it's and it's resolved. Uh, I could theoretically fix the audio now. Um, I was kind of on a crunch to get yeah. that one done. Um. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was a that was a that was totally another one where it's like trust the team because you guys will remember that night I was you're like we we can't do this not, we cannot it's post it's unlistenable this. We're like eh, it's yeah. listenable it's not great we yeah. need we need something to explain it but uh, I think it's listenable and I think we will get used to it. I think the world is a better place because that Stranger Things episode <laughs> is out there and I'm glad that you I'm glad that you talked me off the cliff and. Um, <laughs> And we got that my, my wife and I have just recently finished watching Stranger Things on Netflix. She was hooked on, and she, she did not listen to that episode. She was waiting until we finished watching the series, so she's she can listen to it now. She had no idea what was going to happen to poor Barb. Yeah. 
she was poor Barb. Just the whole time, I was like, oh, but I know what's going to happen. <laughs> Um, and the last thing that went wrong, and I am astounded. Which episode was it when we had an actual power outage in this house, Andrew, while we were recording? It was just <laughs> a couple weeks ago. Yeah. But yeah, there was a, a. It was a whole grid of the city was out for about five hours. But somehow, so I, I the phones were still, my cell phones were still working. So I called Todd on the cell phone and plugged in my headphones into that, and the battery on the computer had just enough juice, to, basically, to, to get to the end of the recording on our on our double ender. Yeah. Uh, so, n- no internet on that one. <laughs> oh, which one was it? I can't remember, but we got through it. But, yeah. things that I... it Was was it Psych? No. Because Psych, I did at Joseph's house instead of at oh, my no, new place. Psych was the one where I had a terrible storm and it was lightning. <laughs> oh, that's and right. And you were like the, the Hitchcock stuff. Yes, yes, yes. Um, but, instead of dwelling on things that have gone wrong for us, some things that I think are getting better, I we've definitely cleaned up our format and we continually make some tweaks about where we do ad reads and how we uh, introduce things. And I think that's all getting smoother. Um, Todd has demonstrated an ability that our producer, Andrew calls reverse ADD. <laughs> and this is uh, <laughs> listeners. I'd say every recording we do probably ends up with five to 10 minutes of material that cannot be used for whatever reason. We've gone off on a tangent that never landed anywhere. Sometimes it's as little as two or three. Yeah. But, but there's some material that we can't use. And often you, you call it material. I, I like to call it just, sidetracking. Right. You're just talking about things at home. Yeah, but often we end up at a sidetrack where we realize that's not where we're going to end up. And I say, where were we? And neither of us can remember, but then Todd works his way back to where we were and gives us, like, the segue to launch us back on track into, yeah. the, into this. <laughs> like, like Todd will mumble to himself. He's like, oh, I have no idea where I was. And then he'll say essentially the last two sentences before it lost track. Uh-huh. And so I can line things up perfectly. And you guys never know. And the the other way that we get out of that is I give, I, I've, I think I've, this is a skill I've, I've developed a little bit. It's the generic segue. <laughs> this is as, <laughs> as identified by Joseph, his own skill. Yes. The, uh, where we've gone down the, that cul-de-sac that we can't get out of and we don't want to take the time to back out, I will just launch into the conversation again by saying something like, well, on that note, we've got to wrap up tonight, listeners. And I have no idea where the cut is going to end up. But I enjoy giving those generic segues to, to producer Andrew. <laughs> uh that's great all right um so we've got some topics that we know we will get to and we have not got to them yet but we will for sure uh top of the list is sherlock holmes um, how, how long has that been on the list like has that been on the list since before we started recording from day, from day, before yeah, we started recording we brainstormed a bunch of things that we would plan to get to and I, I have my initial list here, and Sherlock Holmes is definitely on it. Yeah. I'm sure there are oh, others yeah. that we haven't gotten to, but Sherlock Holmes, it's not just that it's on the list, it's that we keep saying we, we need, need to, get to figure that, that out. <laughs> and and we never have. Which is kind of funny because we have done Superman, we have done Batman, we've done other things that there are multiple versions. I think we just need to pick. I mean, w- w- I think what we need is for a patron to <laughs> decide, just make a request and say, I want you to talk about this thing of Sherlock Holmes, and then we'll do it. Uh, there's no possible way for us to read a novel and watch four different uh, series and come up with some kind of big, broad thing. And that's in, in some of our feedback, we've had people say things like, why, don't, why do you only pick one episode of a TV show? Why don't you do a whole arc? And it's like that you're talking about dozens of hours <laughs> of like viewing. It's, it's tough enough uh, when you listen to a novel – for you know, twelve right. hours while you're doing other things, 
But if you have to sit down and engage and watch. It, it, a, a full series, you know, seasons upon seasons of Buffy or something like that. There's just no way. So we just pick an episode and give it our best shot or two. Uh, so what else have we not covered that we're for sure going to? Um, we haven't gotten to my favorite movie, which is Groundhog Day. And I mean, obviously there's a topical time of the year when we should do that. And we've just always been backlogged with other things to get to. So eventually <laughs> in February, I think we will get to a Groundhog Day. Get ahead of the curve, Joseph, and put it for 2018 February. <laughs> yes. Um, so let's, like we, we mentioned, patron requests and other things can give us a, like a lag when we're able to get to things. We are already penciled in and if we get new patron requests we will just shuffle things around especially for anything but novels yeah but we are penciled in through july of next year already what we're probably gonna be talking about for the next six months <laughs> have we have we established uh in this current episode what the patron web address is and what the what the deals are on patreon for our listeners to get at so that's uh if you go to patreon.com slash protagonist uh then that's where you can become a, a patron and you can do that at any amount. Uh, but uh, if you donate more than $5 a month or $5 or more per month, then you get to uh, basically buy a topic for us to discuss. That's how you do it. Patreon.com slash protagonist, P A T R E O N.com Patreon. Um, and anyone who donates at any amount gets access to the quick casts, which are uh, usually movie trailers or recent film releases. Uh, and we occasionally do, you know, special promotions where things get discounted. So keep, keep your eyes open for that. Uh, and just real quick, uh, we said Sherlock Holmes is one of our, our goals is to do that. And, uh, I mentioned that on Facebook that we want to figure out how to do Sherlock Holmes, but we haven't just found the right angle and listener Alana, uh, listener Daniel, listener Alex, I think listener John all made some suggestions on how we could start to approach that. So thank you for those suggestions. And we will definitely consider all of those. And sometime I would guess next year, we will have a Sherlock Holmes episode. Um, so we haven't done uh, Groundhog Day. And uh, one of my favorite books that Todd, you suggested to me back before we were doing this podcast is called Name of the Wind. And it's one I've always wanted us to do. Uh, in some ways, it's, it's kind of, um, it's long and big. <laughs> I don't know how we could summarize it. It, and, it presents the problem that doing like a full series or season of a TV show presents. Or what we ran into on, un- you know, without knowing it with Night Circus, where the summary of Night Circus and the trivia about Night Circus kind of took us to the hour mark and then we didn't have any time for discussion. So we had to spin off a second episode, uh, where we did the actual discussion with Kirsta. I could imagine that same thing happening with Name of the Wind. Mm hmm. And uh, and I could mention I, I could imagine that happening with my <laughs> the next thing on the list here, which is Don Quixote, which we must discuss at some point. Uh, but it is my goodness, it is a long book, <laughs> and there's a lot that goes on. Uh, but that's on there. I've got some other Spanish stuff that I'd like to talk about. I like to talk about the play Life Is a Dream. We haven't done uh, an like actual play. We did it in a Shakespeare adaptation, but we haven't done right. uh, a play itself, and no musicals so far. Really? I don't. I don't think so. We didn't do Pirates oh of Penzance. We, we we have White Christmas upcoming. Yeah, so we will have that, and okay. we almost did Singing in the Rain a couple times early. Right, on. that's been on on Joseph's short list, but I don't think any musicals have come up. So you haven't had to discuss music or or singing and how that plays into. Just things. wait for White Christmas. It's all coming. Oh, I'm excited for that. I love White Christmas. So should we get into some listener feedback here? Sure. 
Um, I guess first off, we'll just, we'll just read off, uh, some of what we have. Uh, listener Tommy said that after grad school, I stopped reading for fun. The only reading I do was in peer reviewed journals. That was usually for a project or to explain something to someone on Facebook. (laughs) 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 Um, because of this podcast, I've started reading again. Nothing very serious, just a book here and there. I read the homecoming series by Orson Scott Card and I read the night circus with my wife because it sounded like fun when you covered it. And it was. I think the best episode of this last year were the first Elevator Pitches episode, which was really fun and funny, Tough Voyaging, which he had suggested. And that's another one that was completely off of our radar. radar. And Until We Have Faces, another one that was a listener request. Um, and he says he's listened to Until We Have Faces episode three times in a row just for the ideas that it generated. And that novel is packed. If you have not read that novel, I really suggest you read Until We Have Faces. Um, and he also notes that he saw Dr. Strange over the weekend and he credits this podcast for preparing him to understand not just the movie, but the wider story arc. And that goes back to one of our very first episodes on Thanos, uh, where we talked about the infinity gauntlet and the infinity stones, which, um, are hinted at rather significantly in Dr. Strange and and in all of the Marvel cinematic universe. Um, that's where the Avengers films are building towards. Um, he says, if not for that, he would have been confused about why Marvel decided to do Dr. Strange and even guardians of the galaxy in the cinematic universe. And I know Tommy, uh, he's one of our early listeners because he was a friend of mine, uh, and he's now teaching in Japan. And he says he appreciates the role this podcast has in making him feel academic when he's a bit isolated (laughs) from, from academic, uh, departments. So, uh, thank you listener, Tommy, you were one of our first patrons. You've given us our uh, suggestion for our, our most popular episode. And you give us great feedback on Facebook, and we really appreciate all of that. Uh, we also have some feedback from listener Zach, who says, I am a nerd that enjoys theory, and I sort of wish there were more of it in special episodes like the Hero's Journey episode. Also, I love the Calvin and Hobbes episode, but the Harry Potter pod was my favorite. Thanks again. So what do you think about doing another uh, special theory episode? We've only done one, which was about the Hero's Journey, which was a patron request. If, if patrons want to request <laughs> a theory episode, a theory-centric Pick a theory and... Well, I, I mean, uh, Hero's Journey is probably the most natural theory for us to touch on. Uh, you know, the, the monomyth and, and everything that Joseph Campbell was doing. I think there's a lot of other interesting theory that, that we touch on periodically. I I don't know any that needs to break out for their own episode yet, but if anyone has suggestions, please send them in and we will definitely look at those. Yeah, it's not, ju- it's not just patron requests, suggestions, make it in. Yeah. There are some theories that I, you know, like that I find myself going back to over and over again, like... Bulby attachment theory Levinas or <laughs> yeah um, there's there's some some name recognition <laughs> yeah but uh yeah I, 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 i'd be happy to do another theory episode if somebody has a suggestion uh listener tessa says that she loved our christmas tv special pitches episode from last year and there will be another one of those coming producer andrew is gathering names of obscure christmas tv specials and todd and i will be making up plots <laughs> for movies with those names very soon to be compared with the actual Yes, that was so fun. That that Christmas episode, my goodness, I don't. And I don't think Christmas. we've ever laughed more <laughs> than we did uh, recording that episode. Doing that Christmas episode is actually what led to us doing the elevator pitch style, which we've done tw- twice more. Once with uh, random adaptations, and once with the Halloween, the most recent Halloween. Special I still episode. think the Christmas version was my favorite. Well, we'll be testing that again. Listener Tessa notes that the Scarlet Pimpernel episode is the one that got her hooked. And that is the first time that we discovered, Todd, what we have now coined the Kirsten bump. <laughs> Which is every time Kirsten Christensen is on an episode, we get a nice increase in downloads. And her episodes also have very long tales for us. 
how many of our top ten was Kirsch a part of? Was uh, it three? Three. Three, yeah. And with ones with tails, I think she's on another three of those, I think. Yeah. Kirsten uh, needs her own podcast. <laughs> she could do it. She, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, she's, <laughs> she's very good. If um, you enjoy her as a guest, she's coming back early next year. Uh, she's already penciled in on a couple episodes. If you want to pay us and say, just get Kirsten on, we'll take that. <laughs> we can set it as a, a, patr- patr- a Patreon, Patreon goal. <laughs> yeah, a patron request to have Kirsten. <laughs> Uh, listener Kaylee says, I really enjoyed the episode you did on Niles from Frasier. I hope you someday do an episode of Chuck. It's been mentioned a few times and is just such a great show. I also love an episode on Parks and Rec, uh, poss- probably focusing on Leslie Nope. Though the beautiful thing about that show is that all the characters get developed to a certain extent and you could talk about any of them. I'm so grateful for the stories I've been led to through this podcast, including The Night Circus, which I now recommend to anyone I come in contact with, The Air Affair, Kilkenny, and more. It's been great for getting me out uh, of a reading rut and increased my already impossibly long reading list. Keep up the great work, guys. Um, as far as things that make me feel like doing this, episode, uh, this podcast is worthwhile, like hearing that listeners have engaged with something, be it a, a movie or a book that they wouldn't have otherwise because they either hadn't heard of it or it just wasn't really something they were considering and that they really enjoyed it. That always makes me glad that we're doing this podcast. I mean, it's happened for me personally. We already noted the number of things that we've been exposed to just from listener requests or from Todd or Andrew uh, suggesting it. But knowing that that also happens to our listeners always makes me feel like what we're doing is worthwhile. So I was talking to my brother today, um, Spencer, and he's listened to almost all of our episodes. He's like, two or three behind. And he said, today I picked up in my hands, holding in my hands for the first time in my life, uh, a comic and it's mouse and he's reading it. And he sent me a text today and he said, this is awesome. (laughs) But he said, without this podcast, he never would have even dreamed of picking up a, a, uh, up a comic for sure. Would never have known what mouse is. Uh, and now he's reading it and really loving it. So awesome. I love that. That is, you said you would uh, wish we could kind of have a mulligan and do over on the Kitty Pride mouse. I mean, we only did part one, so we could always go back and do part two at some point. I would like to do that one again because after we did that episode, I ended up teaching an entire semester-long course just on mouse. (laughs) (laughs) And I learned so much more about uh, that graphic novel and how amazing it is uh, and and the production and and amazing it is that it ever got made at all um, that, like, I was... I constantly, when I was in class, I was like, oh, I wish we were still doing the mouse episode. <laughs> and I would uh, just to, to mention, uh, to, to or talk about Chuck and Parks and Rec, uh, because we have so few requests for TV, I think those are probably on the, what would you say, short list or short to medium list? Uh, uh, we'll get to them next year. Especially uh, Chuck might be a medium because it's getting pulled from Netflix. Oh, <laughs> It's been uh, a staple of Netflix and many people are upset about it going, I'm upset about it going i've watched it through at least three times uh to get through college <laughs> maybe another one we need to borrow my dvds todd uh but yeah definitely we and I, I know parks parks and rec is still on um netflix i actually uh, after she mentioned that one i i said i've tried to watch parks and rec twice and i start in the first season and i'm out before the first season is over and i've had more than one person say no just go to the second season they were figuring things out in the first season much like we were in our first <laughs> dozen episodes um and and so we we can definitely uh do that one it's if i've had enough people recommend it to me that i think i need to go 
and, and watch some of that. Listener Daniel uh, said that as someone who loves Princess Bride more than anything in the world and many things not in this world, I think you miss some subtleties of character in that episode. For instance, Inigo to me has always stood out as the main character as far as his arc, whereas Buttercup and Wesley are almost an archetypal commentary on the idea of love. And we get feedback where people say, no, you missed this, or I don't agree with the interpretation of that. That is wonderful. I love <laughs> like, it. It does not offend us in any way, shape, or form. Um, and I would imagine I could go back and listen to some of our earlier episodes. And if I watched that show or read that book again and then listened to our commentary, I'd say, mm, there's more we could add. Uh, or I think about it differently now than I did then because I'm constantly evolving. I've been exposed to new things. I've been exposed to new ideas and theories that would make me consider things differently. So please, listeners, don't hesitate to tell us that you see things differently than we do. Um, and listener Daniel makes the recommendation that we actually could revisit it by reading the book, which is in a lot of ways completely different than the movie. I, I think we touched some on what is different between the book and the movie in the trivia section, but I've never read the book. Like I just read some descriptions of how I never have either. I'm totally yeah. open to it. So I, that's definitely something we could do. And, um, I love Princess Bride, but I think that's one where we kind of started watching, like digging in, in our discussion. And we're like, mm, is there as much here as we thought? <laughs> um, go again. Uh, just real quick. My, one of my other favorite moments of the entire podcast was when we were doing our Hoosiers episode and, <laughs> and we were near the end and I started to say, you know what, Todd, these angry townspeople. <laughs> Like everything they've said is what leads to success at the end. <laughs> and you're like, no, Joe, don't do this. Do not ruin this character. And it's one of those uh, revelations that comes when you start to have an hour long discussion about uh, a piece of media that maybe you don't realize when you just watch it and say, oh, that was really good. Uh, <laughs> it, every once in a while, we have this moment where we're like, huh, this is not this conversation is not going the way that I thought that it would. Uh, and it's it's that's nice. That happened with uh, Katniss Everdeen, happened mm-hmm. with Hoosiers, uh, I think it happened with uh, with Princess Bride, it's happened. And, and we had the reverse with uh, Sirius Polyp, where we're like, oh, there's actually quite a bit more here. Yes. <laughs> Never know. Uh, thanks, Daniel. Uh, listener Alex says, obviously the best way to tackle Sherlock Holmes would be to examine his portrayal <laughs> by Commander Data in Star on Star Trek TNG. Uh, you have any thoughts about that? <laughs> I've seen that episode, but it's been a while. Uh, but I don't think that's how we're going to end up tackling Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was a tongue-in-cheek recommendation. We love, you. We love you, Alex, but that's probably not going to happen. He <laughs> says, uh, seriously, though, I can't believe it's been 100 episodes. The first episodes, uh, Kitty Pride and Thanos, had me hooked. But my very favorite was a story I had missed in the comics with Marvel 1602. Uh, I appreciate that you guys cover such a wide range of topics, even if Todd wasn't a big fan of some of them, including my pick of Ender's Game. And I don't know why you've written this here, Alex, because I love Ender's Game. Uh, I don't remember anything about Ender's Game. No, I love, I love Ender's, Ender's Game, and I thought we had a good conversation about it. Um, so I don't, I, I don't know. I must have been giving off a bad vibe at 3 o'clock in the morning. In, in Maybe Spain. that was when you were in Spain. It was when <laughs> I was in Spain. <laughs> It was totally when I was in Spain, yeah, and it was the middle of the night, and I may have, uh, I may have not been like super jazzed, but I love Ender's Game. Yeah, it's a great book. Uh, My brother Spencer, uh, I spoke with him today on the phone, and I just said, "Hey, you know, today's our hundredth episode. Do you have any thoughts?" Um, He said that at first he really struggled with our format, especially with our format of talking about comics, which he had absolutely no experience with. But he says we're doing much better now, and. and I think tes- testimony of that is that he picked up Mouse today to read. So <laughs> that's awesome. He loves your trivia section Oh, uh, each week. Thank you, Spencer. He says that it's awesome. And he, he teaches uh, 
he's an athletic trainer, and so he teaches classes at university. And he says he actually um, he he teaches Rudy and Hoosiers, and he sh- he plays for his students sections of our podcast for them to listen to when they're kind of breaking it down. And he always does the trivia because it's like his favorite part. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, he loves trivia. Um, he had a question that I think is really interesting. There's no way this is going to happen right now. But he said uh, that one of the things that he loves about the podcast is that the conversation feels so natural and informal that he finds himself talking to us while we're doing it. And he's saying things like, Todd, you idiot. You should say this thing or you should ask this question or, or answer this question in this way. And he said, how cool would it be if you guys did this live and you had a live feed and you sent out a, a link to listeners and said, hey, listeners, we'll be on at X time. You can listen here. And then they could be sending in questions or comments through Facebook or Twitter. And I thought, that is such an awesome idea. I would love to do that someday <laughs> yeah i think it would have to be just special episodes periodically i don't think there's any way we could do this regularly particularly since we are often recording this very late at night after yeah. our kids are in bed i i mean the, we would be having we would be we would need to be being compensate compensated far more <laughs> for, for doing this to be able to justify i think the time and effort that would go i think we could do doing. one special episode like that periodically it'll be fun mm-hmm. yeah give it a shot i i have long wanted us to have the opportunity to do a live episode somehow, even if it was just live at a venue. Oh yeah. You know, options that come to mind are are like Salt Lake Comic Con, but that's a little big for us. So maybe something a little more tame, like the life, the universe and everything symposium uh, put on not by, but near BYU Mm -hmm. every year. That'd be fun. So something like that. So if somebody knows some people, we, (laughs) we would love to do it. I think another thing that would be fun would just be to have like a a protagonist podcast. Podcast. Oh my goodness! Let me say that one more time. <laughs> Here's another regret about this podcast: is naming it the protagonist podcast, which is something that is really hard to say sometimes. Uh, but I think it would be fun to have a meetup sometime when we're all in town together and just say, "Hey, we're all going to meet at this place, and we're going to—I don't know, whatever—drink some soda and <laughs> eat pizza." <laughs> Or something, but I think that would be really fun to just meet some of our listeners. I, I know a lot of our listeners live in like the Utah County, Salt Lake County area, and and we could probably get a decent group together if we if we did that. So I think that would be really fun. Uh, Spencer says that his favorite episodes are "Remember the Titans," "Kill Kenny," "The Quiet Man," and "The Scarlet Pimpernel." I did have someone tell me that I ruined "Remember the Titans" when I revealed the true story <laughs> behind the movie, like the the actual history <laughs> and i said just think of it as a great story don't think of it as based on real events you just got to separate the two yeah. now yep uh listener grant says that all the episodes have been great which is very generous of you grant uh i don't know that that's, <laughs> that that's true but i don't know if it's true but it is generous yeah. uh he says he's been introduced to many great works and some great reviews i will point out that when joe gets excited he talks much faster i know i i'm sorry my students have pointed this out to me too uh as i listen at two times on my ipod well that would do it <laughs> <laughs> Grant says, as I listened at two times on my iPod, I've had to slow it down a few times to understand Joe. I listen to most podcasts on two times, but there are a few that I have to go back to 1.5 just because of a fast speaker. And I will try to be less of a fast speaker so that you can enjoy the whole episode on 2x on your iPod. He says it would be fun to hear about scheduling and other background items that have made this a success. Also, has the podcasting by candlelight stuck around or did the exploding candle do Todd in? <laughs> 
I'm I'm actually I'm sitting in the dark, but there are no candles lit. Uh, the explain. I cannot remember what episode that was. Was it Tough Voyaging? Maybe. Oh no! It was a uh, it was a uh, Scion Beta. Oh, is that what that yeah, book is called? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was Scion Beta, and we were we were talking, and the candle that I had burning next to me exploded <laughs> right in the middle of like the podcast. Like the glass container of the candle exploded. The glass container it just cracked, and the candle like it broke open, and the <laughs> it was it was wild. Uh, so no more candles, just uh, just darkness. Um, I think we probably covered a lot about scheduling or background items that have helped make this a success. We hope it becomes more of a success. Again, I think the greatest things for success are when you guys share it on your Facebook or you make uh, personal recommendations uh, to people that they start listening. That's probably where we get um, most things that help it to grow. And as far as scheduling for success, I have learned that I don't know which are going to be our breakout episodes. No There way. are some times where I think this one's going to be a home run. So many people love this thing. Everyone's going to want to listen to this and... It's average or maybe even below average in terms of downloads. And then something like Watership Down will be our biggest episode <laughs> by, quite a, yeah, <laughs> by quite a ways. <laughs> um, so we try. Like, like we, we are constantly thinking about, like, is this going to be a topic that is going to be interesting to a lot of people? But predicting which ones are going to be our breakout episodes, I, I can't do it. I would have thought... Um, our Star Wars episode would have been the biggest one, but in some ways, maybe Star Wars is just too saturated in the podcast market. Yeah. We're doing like one episode on that isn't going to get much notice. You know, listeners keep sending in suggestions. Uh, many of our top 10 most downloaded episodes are just things that were suggested that we never would have talked about otherwise. So speaking of suggestions, <laughs> uh, <laughs> listener John, who has been on this podcast talking about uh, Miyazaki films, he is an a never-ending source of if you're ever struggling for something to read contact john dorowski this guy is amazing and he also suggested uh what will be our next comic book discussion point uh for for listeners and it is a wonderful comic book that we really enjoy discussing yes uh so just within the last day this is what he's recommended wooden overcoats journey into mystery starring kid loki one of the books from the chronicles of pretty pretty and or or Pradane, or Gypsy Riska by Lloyd Alexander, uh, Wonder Woman, something from Thrilling Adventure Hour, Scott Pil- Pilgrim vs. the World, Sword Art Online. Uh, Sword Art, I think is, Andrew was telling me that is a... It's a manga. An- it's a yeah, anime. anime on Netflix, right? Yeah, uh, yes. and then uh, Neverending Story, Return to Oz, Labyrinth, Dark Crystal. All right, and- I just got to say something right now. We are not doing... The never-ending story, unless it is a patron request. That is the only way that is getting onto our schedule. I don't think we'll probably do Return to Oz either. <laughs> uh, but we also had, I mean, this is this has been cut off because I remember he recommended Full Metal Alchemist and a whole bunch of other stuff. He also has some ideas about how to tackle Sherlock Holmes. Uh, so thanks, John, for <laughs> making sure the well never, ever, ever runs dry. <laughs> Which we have discovered is not a problem. <laughs> when there's just so much... There's so many good stories. There are so many great characters and great stories that we are never going to run out of things to talk about on this podcast. So right. as you look back, we, we're getting close to closing up here. As you look back, what could you say, I mean, to pick one favorite episode, I don't know if that's going to be possible for either of us, but could you narrow it down to maybe three? Right off the bat for um, one that was so unexpected for how much I enjoyed reading it and also how much I got out of our conversation till we have faces. It's going to go up there mm-hmm. for the most fun to do. Um, 
the draft episodes, I really get into writing one paragraph <laughs> synopses <laughs> of <laughs> of uh, our elevator pitches or our Christmas specials or um, the adaptations. So the, like that's just a lot of fun for a creative exercise. And then the last one I would say is this is a piece of media that was just, I became more engaged by this than anything I had in years that I can, that I can remember. And that's stranger things. Like it returned me to fandom when I was super engaged with lost or the way that I think about star Wars, um, stranger things did that to me. And so both our conversation, uh, with special guest, Nick, uh, English from the fandom podcast but also watching those eight episodes in preparation. Uh, I loved it. And I would go back and watch those right now. All eight episodes. Uh, I, I just really loved that series so much. Those are good picks. What uh, about you, Todd? I think... So this is really hard because there are some that that stand out in my mind as kind of turning points for us. Uh, one of my favorite conversations that we had was when we talked about Tangled. And that's our longest episode, I think, like yes. by far. It was, an <laughs> I mean, it was over back. an hour and a half or something. <laughs> it was back in our rambling first dozen episodes. It was. Yeah. It was very early, but I felt like we we were both 100% into that conversation. And we were discussing like like the legal code of the land of Arendelle. <laughs> oh, and... I completely forgot about that. Do you remember that? I mean, <laughs> yes, we were no. so into that. And it was so I fun. I still have questions about the, the court <laughs> systems of Arendelle. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, but that was so fun. And that was another moment where I thought, okay, and that was really early on. It was maybe, I don't know, first five episodes. Or, uh, and it's probably the I, second I, film we did after Casablanca. That was super fun, and I could do this for a very, very, very long time. So, Tangled, um, I'm going to say the first, the Christmas draft episode that we did last year was a total riot. I, I've never, I mean, I can't remember laughing as hard as we did that night. That was super, super fun. Um, and then I don't know where to, I don't know what to say after this because there's have been so many like pleasant surprises like Watership Down and Night Circus, Lizzie Bennet Diaries, things that just come completely out of left field till we have faces and, uh, and kind of blow me away. And, uh, so I'm, I'm sorry, I'm going to cheat on my own thing and say (laughs) all of those but I just, that's so delightful for me. Hero Bear, which is something that we're going to be discussing soon, is another one that just, it was, I'd never even heard of these things. And they turn out to be just absolutely amazing. So awesome. I love it. All right. What do you think is the greatest challenge of us doing a weekly podcast? Sometimes it's just exhausting. I mean, when we, <laughs> when, especially, I don't know, like, there are times where I, f- I kind of feel like I'm on top of everything. And then there are other times where I'm just cramming until the very last second. And I put the final period on a long synopsis and then we hit record and, uh, like the second after you've hit. Yeah. Like period. I hit period. And then we just start recording on an episode and, uh, it's really hard to just consume as much stuff as we consume. Um, it's not hard to talk about it, uh, but it is hard sometimes to just have the time to to really engage every single work because it's a lot 
Yeah, and I'd say we both feel that time crunch a lot more when we're the ones writing the long summaries. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we always just adore when our guests say, hey, can I write that summary this time? <laughs> <laughs> it is the, the best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, uh, I would say that um, I, I think we all kind of end up with some different challenges. Like I have more front-loaded prep work in getting our Google Docs up and um, and finding the trivia. Uh, and whoever's writing the long summary has some more front-loaded work. Producer Andrew obviously <laughs> has to make our sometimes hour-and-a-half-long conversations into a concise hour-long conversation. Um, so he gets a lot of the editing work and then Todd, you're the one that gets everything posted up and writes, uh, you know, gets everything ready to go and actually out to our listeners. So I, I think each different stage has its own, uh, you know, tasks that I, I think we've divvied up fairly. Uh, and like you said, trust the team, it's going to work out. We'll, we'll get it out. Um, but yeah, just, just time. Uh, but even as we say, some of this is hard. Uh, I love doing it. I, do. <laughs> I don't want to stop doing it. I do too. I've had some very, uh, very late Monday nights posting pod, <laughs> posting podcasts, but my goodness, it's so fun and it's so rewarding and fulfilling. And so that's our final question. Todd, what do you like most about doing this podcast? And producer Andrew, that's for you too. And I'll answer as well. I love, I love getting feedback from fans and having them like seeing how engaged they are with this and knowing that cause there are podcasts that I listen to that I love and I, and I, I hear those people's voices and I think, Oh man, I'm so glad that like my friends are back this week and I get to hear them again. And to know that we get to be that for a few people, I mean more, you know, more than a few people is just awesome. And, and then to be able to hear, you know, as they write in feedback and tell us, uh, their thoughts about things is just, it's, it's so, so rewarding um, and makes it totally worth it. Uh, I mean, for me, one of the best parts is definitely what you're saying, like uh, the community on our Facebook page, when we see conversations taking place where it's not even us engaging, but like there's like a thread of comments of people bouncing off yeah. each other. I love seeing that and then going in and, and reading through it. Um, yeah. Uh, feedback, knowing that, someone is actually listening to these. I mean, Todd, you and I could probably call up and shoot the breeze for an hour <laughs> weekly and we'd be fine. But to know that this is going out there and people are actually listening, that's pretty amazing. Uh, we did not know what this was going to be when we started it. We're still, like I said, uh, two years from now, I hope we look back and say, wow, we were kind of amateurish <laughs> when we were hitting episode number 100. <laughs> but now that we're hitting episode 200, now we're hitting a stride. And hopefully, you know, that just keeps happening where we look back and say, ah, you know, we're getting better um, all the time. Uh, there is one review that we recently got on iTunes, which was amazing to us. Uh, it was the nicest review that we've had. I mean, I all, all the reviews are really nice. We appreciate every review we've gotten. But, I don't want to, I don't want to knock any, any review that we've had. Those are all valuable to us. Uh, the iTunes reviews are a huge way to spread word, uh, about this podcast. In October, we got a review from, uh, someone whose, whose name on, uh, iTunes was glory where do, and their, their, uh, review was titled highly recommended. And they said, while my exposure to the, to the protagonist podcast began with the random discovery of an episode while facing the prospect of a several hour drive, my experience has many, many, many hours of driving, binging later, become an enraptured relationship, the likes of which I never expected to find. Is that hyperbole? Possibly. Do I mean every word of it? Absolutely. Every new episode is like sitting down with friends you didn't know you had, but feel like you've always known to talk about stories, characters, and everything worthwhile in the world of imagination, narratives, 
and literature. And the review goes on a little bit from there, probably longer than we could read uh, for this. But thank you to listener Glory Where Do. That's all we have is your iTunes name. It meant a lot to us to read that review. Uh, and to everyone who's left us uh, reviews on iTunes and whether you've just clicked on uh, the five-star rating or if you've written something in in there, we really appreciate that. It does make a difference uh, for us finding new listeners, but it also makes us know that what we're doing is, is you know, being listened to out there. And we, you know, that's why we're doing it. So thank you very much. Uh, we've said sometimes it's hard to get it out there, but as far as I uh, podcasts I've listened to, like when the schedule starts to break down, I'm <laughs> I usually become much less invested in those. So we work really hard to get you a new episode every single Monday. And we're glad for all of you listening. Uh, we appreciate all the work that you guys do to help spread this around. Uh, Andrew, did you have anything that for you is the best part of doing this podcast? I really enjoy being exposed to and also getting other people exposed to so much stuff. Like there's so much media and it's nice to have kind of a buffer, you know, for exposure to it. If, if you listen to an episode before you read or watch uh, something, then you have, you know, a a general idea of whether or not it's going to be what you want. And also getting to hear the suggestions from other people and, and hearing you guys talk about them. And sometimes I engage in it. Sometimes I don't, because yeah, I don't have we, to. We've definitely had some episodes where you had not yet watched or seen or read mm-hmm. what we're talking about. Um, uh, but I, I, often I think that actually helps us in our discussion, because you kind of wa- raise a red flag for us sometimes and say, that wasn't clear. <laughs> like You, you mm-hmm. need to clarify this point, because you guys have both engaged with this uh, you know, and thought about it for a while, and maybe you've left something out the listener needs. All right. Well, listeners, thank you very much again. And that is going to wrap up this episode. Thanks for joining us on this, our 100th episode. Uh, please subscribe to the protagonist podcast in iTunes and please leave us a review. That really helps us out. Uh, as we've said, if you're a new listener, uh, you can go and sample our back catalog, but we switch things up about episode number 13. So, uh, just find the ones that look most interesting to you and see if you enjoy it. Links to the things that we've talked about are at protagonistpodcast.com, and you can find a list of all of our back episodes there. You can suggest stories or characters for us to discuss or give us comments or corrections by emailing feedback at protagonistpodcast.com. We're also on Twitter at protagonistpod, at Todd K. Mack, at Jay Dorowski, and our producer Andrew is at Andrew underscore Dorowski. And our Facebook fan page is facebook.com slash protagonistpodcast, and that is definitely where uh, we have the most conversations and discussions and feedback happen. Uh, and so again, facebook.com slash protagonist podcast. If you would like to support the show financially, there are a few different ways you can do that. You could buy a topic for us to discuss or just show your appreciation with a monetary donation by clicking the support link on our homepage or going to patreon.com slash protagonist. All supporters on Patreon receive access to our special quick cast, shorter episodes in which we break down newly released films and trailers, such as Dr. Strange. You should be getting that quick cast soon. Listeners. Uh, well, patrons, I suppose I should say. You can also go to protagonistpodcast.com slash Amazon to make all of your Amazon purchases. Just a reminder, it looks like regular Amazon and costs you nothing more, but we get a small kickback from Amazon for pointing you in that direction. And finally, do not forget to sign up for a 30-day free trial of audible.com by going to audibletrial.com slash protagonist. Thanks again for listening, and we'll be back next week to discuss another great character in a great story. So long. So long. That meant a lot of, uh, to us. You uh, said, to read you that said he goes on. Do you know that it's a he? Oh, I don't. I am sorry for my my gendered assumption there. And so they, patriarchal of me. Uh, it's it's officially uh, 
the singular they, they singular has been they. has been officially adopted yeah. by you know the, right. the yeah. language. Okay, let me. Do you want to go back? I don't know. Do you want to go back and try that again? Okay. <laughs>